This week's truth in a thousand words or less. And time is running away. That's uh feel like my soul has turned That's some Bob Dylan right there. I've still got the scars at the sun and It's not even room enough to be anywhere. It's not dark yet, but it's getting there. In any case, folks, uh, as I said, that's some Bob Dylan. We're going to be talking a little bit about Bob Dylan here um, today. Uh, welcome to Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. My name is uh, my name is Stephen Craig. I'm the host and author of Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. And um, you might have wondered why I started off with, uh, not just with Bob Dylan, but an uh, uh, interesting choice of uh, Bob Dylan. It's a song called Not Dark Yet out of uh, his album, uh, Out of Time, which was... Uh, Released in the late 90s. Uh, let me take a look, actually. That's the great thing about the internet, right? Like, I can pull that up out of... Uh, sorry, Time Out of Mind is the album. I, uh, I was quoting an REM album. In any case, it's uh, Time Out of Mind, and it's a 1997 album uh, from Bob Dylan, which is funny in the sense that when you think about Bob Dylan and you think about 97, you're like, wow, that's 25 years ago. It's actually a long time ago in some sense. And yet uh, it was, uh, for Bob Dylan, it was well after a good 20 plus years after um, most of the music that we know Bob Dylan for, right? I mean, Bob Dylan, most of the Bob Dylan catalog that, um, that the majority of us know is prior to 1978, you know? Um, and so, uh, which is, you know, he sort of had this career revitalization with that album in 1997. There's actually a movie uh, out that, um, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. I'll try to come back and get it to you later. But it's a movie that was actually, um, this, basically the whole soundtrack is that album, Time Out of Mind. And, um, and is largely based upon how um, profound uh, an inspiration that the lyrics to that uh, album has for one particular character in the movie. Um, and Bob Dylan's a really interesting and enigmatic figure. Um, I went to go... So in any case, Bob Dylan, if you did not know, was 81 years old... Um, Blown in the Wind released in 1962. We, he has been playing music for 60 plus years, a career that has spanned genuinely over 60 years. Um, and I had the privilege of getting to see him uh, in concert in uh, Dillon, uh, Dillon, Colorado, which is a really small uh, amphitheater, holds about 3,000 people. Um and it was a, a really, truly majestic experience. It was uh, fantastic. Just saw him um, last week on July 3rd. Um, and it was a fantastic show. If, if the 
depending upon your um, depending upon how you went into it and what your expectations were for it. Uh, and that's what this week's column is about. Um, having uh, since done a little bit of research uh, for the article, I found this this one is interesting. Now, Bob Dylan actually, in January of this year, uh, signed a contract uh, to uh, for the back catalog. I think it was with Sony. Um, but in any case, he signed a, a, a deal uh, netting $200 million uh, for the rights to his back catalog. That's pretty good chunk of change but prior to that bob dylan's net worth was uh 10 million dollars which you know i mean it's it's not not nothing but bob fucking dylan is was worth 10 million dollars 10 million dollars <laughs> it's not a lot um and just to put it in perspective his son jacob dylan who most of you will go who the hell is jacob dylan jacob dylan it was the his son was the lead singer of the wallflowers um and some of you are probably still going who the hell are the wallflowers look them up there they, they, they had a pretty good run um but jacob dylan's worth 40 million i'm gonna let that soak in for you for a second bob dylan is <laughs> worth 10 million dollars his son jacob dylan uh, worth 40. Uh, yeah, that, uh, that hurts. Um, and in big part of that is because of the fact that Bob Dylan has always been, uh, true to his art form. And so I give you this week's, uh, column called the artistry of Bob Dylan. There are two types of performers, artists and entertainers. And I highly recommend that you don't go messing up the two. Entertainers are there for your benefit and enjoyment. Artists are there solely for theirs. Over a career that has spanned nearly 60 years, Bob Dylan has always been an adamant part of the latter category. I had a chance to see him live recently, and how you viewed this concert depended largely on what you expected from him and his performance. Now, I had seen Dylan twice before with two widely divergent results that were principally attributable to his varying degree of intoxication. <laughs> I don't know why I went for that sound effect. The first time I saw him, he could barely stand upright, and his slurring of words was so pronounced that you couldn't make out a damn thing he sang, if you could actually interpret his mumblings as singing. But the second time I saw him in a small venue in Burlington, Vermont, and he was lucid and sublime. In fact, before the show started the other night, my friend Matt and I were discussing our relative past experiences seeing Bob Dylan, and he described one night that was, quote-unquote, downright shitty, and another that was, quote-unquote, transcendent. So going into the show the other night, I knew it was likely to be one or the other of those two dichotomous extremes. And that we would be able to discern which it would be after hearing Dylan either belt out or garble just a few short lines. And to my delight, it was definitely the former. Even at age 81, Dylan was engaged and energetic, playing guitar for a prolonged instrumental opener before switching to piano for the remainder of the evening, which he stood up playing the entire night, by the way. His band was tight and inspired providing a melodic backdrop that was seamless in its accompaniment. They played for just short of two hours with no encore whatsoever, 
And even though Bob Dylan has a voluminous catalog of songs that pretty much everyone in the audience knew by heart and expected him to play, he played absolutely none of them. That's right. Even diehard Dylan fans, like my former roommate from college, could not have picked a single song they played out of a police lineup. Of course, Dylan is no dummy. He knows exactly what songs his audience want to hear. Classic anthems of the 60s and 70s, like A Rolling Stone, Tangled Up in Blue, It Ain't Me Babe, etc., etc., etc. But Bob Dylan clearly doesn't give a shit what anyone wanted to hear. He played what he wanted to play. And you could either take it or leave it as far as he was concerned. You either appreciated the musical genius and artistry he provided you, or you could pleasantly, or not so pleasantly as the case may be, fuck off. I remember years ago hearing an interview with Rod Stewart asking him what songs he loved to play in concert. When he responded with Maggie May, the interviewer was taken back, stunned that Stewart would respond with a song he had sung pretty much every single night of his long, illustrious career. But Stewart rejoined that he loved playing that song because it was the one that audiences most wanted to hear, that they had come hoping to hear it, and that he relished the opportunity to fulfill that longing. That's because Rod Stewart is an entertainer at heart. He performs with the sole intent of providing joy to those who come to see him. That's what makes an entertainer. But that has never been Bob Dylan. Back when I was in college, that same roommate I mentioned earlier made me watch a two-hour documentary on Dylan. To be honest, it was often difficult to watch. Dylan generally exudes a caustic intelligence and arrogance that is both pervasive and off-putting. He knows that he's the smartest person in the room and lets you know it. When being surrounded by interviewers asking him questions, his retorts are often demeaning and deliberately patronizing. He doesn't suffer fools and is more than happy to expose their ignorance through quips that can reduce them to a mere shadow of their usual selves. That is because Dylan is an artist, and artists aren't there for your amusement. They are there for the art. And the audience is simply the financial expediency for providing them the opportunity to perform. When Dylan got up and played a two-hour show without a single song that anyone knew, he was making a statement. He was telling his audience that he was playing for himself and his art, not them. When I turned to my buddy Matt and suggested that the show reminded me of Tom Waits, my personal idol, and he responded with Leonard Cohen, we both inherently grasped the rarefied air that those compliments were intended to suggest. I wasn't familiar with the songs, but the music itself was glorious. For those who cared to listen to the music for the sake of the music itself, to listen with the aesthetic sensibility of appreciating art for art's sake, they were treated to a divine moment by an aging legend whose only allegiance is to the music he plays. But for those who went in with the expectation of hearing what they themselves wanted to hear, they left highly disappointed by an artist who refused to yield his vision to their desires. There is a time and a place in this world for both entertainers and artists, 
for those who perform for the audience and those who perform for the art. But with an ever-increasing commercialism comes fewer and fewer artists, those who would forsake the accolades and material rewards entertaining provides out of a dedication to the purity of the art they create. Go watch Journey the next time they come to your town and sing along with every former hit they break out for you because they know that's what you want to hear. But appreciate the artists when you have the occasion to revel in their presence. Those moments, after all, are just blowing in the wind. Yeah, folks, I, uh, you know, it was interesting. This provided me an opportunity. Um, you know, it, it provided me the opportunity to uh, introduce my kids a little bit to Bob Dylan. Um, we were driving in the car and um, yeah, my daughter, of all people, like, my son was uh, like, uh, I was mentioning that I was going to see Bob Dylan. My son said, I have no idea who that is. And my daughter looked at him, who's younger than he is, by the way. She's 13. He's 15. And she looked at him and was like, you don't know who Bob Dylan is. And she started like, you know, listing off a number of Bob Dylan tunes. Thought it was pretty damn cool. In any case, this uh, this one we're here listening to right now, it's one you might not know. It's one you should know. It's not dark yet, but it's getting there. Thank you for listening this week, folks. We'll see you back here next Thursday. Until then, have a great week. Thanks for listening, and peace out, y'all. I followed the river And I got to the sea I've been down on the bottom Of a world full of lies I ain't looking for nothing In anyone's eyes Sometimes my bird Yeah.